Stu and I were just talking, um, and it's been a good week of shows. Uh, we're we're really. as surprised as you are, honestly. I know. We didn't mean to, yeah. uh, but somehow or another, we pulled off, you know, four good shows. Now, that means one of them were was kind of weak. I don't know. I mean, you be the judge. Right. This could be the one that sucked. And I will say it is important for you to realize, realize that, you know... Just because we had a few good shows, should, you shouldn't raise your expectations. Yeah, no, don't expect like this one to be good. Uh, yeah, or next or, week. Or next week. They could. T- okay. I mean, and and that's important because it, then you you start expecting stuff. Our 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 bar will get higher to clear. Like yeah. we want you to have the lowest expectations yeah. possible. So this one really was. Well, you find out for yourself. <laughs> uh, it's actually really really good. Got some great stuff today. All part of the program that you're about to hear. Brought to you in part by Relief Factor. I've got Jib Jahibowitz with us now, uh, and Jib. Yeah. Hi, Jib. How are you? Hi, Glenn. How are you? Uh, you you have not taken Relief Factor yet, or I, you? Oh, have? I wouldn't touch the stuff. You wouldn't touch the stuff. No. And uh, Jib, what is the what's the ailment that you have that you're living in constant pain? I have a sour womb. You. You have a sour womb. I have a sour womb. Okay. But I can't seem to reproduce children at all. Right, and and. As much I obviously <laughs> am female. Of course, I, of course you are. I, no one was questioning that. Uh, I, I, I just wanted to make it clear. Yeah. <laughs> and so I keep trying to get knocked up. Nothing works. <laughs> but I will not go well, near relief factor. Yeah. Well, I don't think. Nope. Relief, won't do it. Yeah. Relief factor doesn't really affect sour womb. Uh, if you are in pain, try relief factor. Relieffactor.com. Call one Ouch. It's not womb, it's sour. Yeah. Well, don't open it. Uh, 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Well, hello, Stu. Glenn, happy Friday. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And good news about the uh, about the jobs being yeah, added, right? Lots of jobs. Yeah. It just shows uh, that they have no idea how to control the things they say they know how to control. Yeah, it's almost like a centrally planned economy is Doesn't not work. something we want. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, nineteen nineteen percent are very worried about the safety of their money, and twenty nine percent are pretty worried about the safety of their money. Uh, This is exactly what it looked like in 2008. And I will tell you right now, don't worry about the security of your money in the bank. If you have more than 250,000 in the bank, in one bank, then you should worry about it. But if you don't, you're going to get up to $250,000 back from FDIC. Okay, now with that being said... Don't worry about the security of the money in your bank. Worry about the value of the money in your bank. If things collapse, you'll get $250,000. That's fantastic. But because everybody's going to get whatever they had in new dollars, how much are those dollars going to be worth? That's that is the secret here of why 
people are not freaking out. They're not understanding how inflation works and what we're doing. So the interest rates continue to go up because it's killing the value of the dollar because the United States of America, our government, is spending us into oblivion. That hurts the value of the dollar. Too many dollars chasing too few goods. So the value of the dollar goes down. That means if you had $100 in the bank and it's the same $100 that you had in the bank, uh, you know, 10 years ago, it's probably worth about 90 cents or 80 cents today. It still says 100 and the FDIC will still give you $100 back. But its purchasing power is maybe 80 cents. That's what you need to be concerned with. The banking system, the banking system can be a complete route. It's the dollar that you should be concerned about. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I might push back a little bit. Okay. With a tad minor bit of concern about actually getting even the money that I have back. I mean, I know it's insured, but I keep looking at this program and thinking to myself, they don't have the money to insure all these banks. Obviously, yeah, they, that's not yeah, how insurance works. No, they, they will. They will print it. They will just print it. <laughs> they will print it. I guess that's true. They're not, yeah, I mean, they're, not, they're not going to break their promise on giving you money, especially since I think they're intentionally wanting the greenback to break. They want a CBDC. Yeah. So why not print the money? There's, there's right, but right, like I don't. Could they even? I, again, an insurance program is set up not to have every single dollar that could possibly be needed to have in it. That's not how an insurance, any insurance product works, right? They don't, they don't have to have all the money available to pay it's every a claim. government program, right? They, they have a percentage of it, a percentage more than they believe they'd ever need, and if it get, goes higher than whatever they have in that fund, which was what 128 billion dollars, mm-hmm. if it goes higher than that, which it already has, which it already has. Uh, though they've had other ways to to cover mm-hmm. it so far, bigger banks stepping in, doing mm-hmm. all those other things. If it goes beyond that, they will pass more money for it. You'll, they will print money for it. They will go through. But again, and they'll gouge your eyes out at the bank. At the bank, mm-hmm. the bank will charge more for the service because they have to pay more for the quote insurance. Right. I mean, you're so going to be hit for it both way ways. Or yeah, you'll pay true. for it in the value of your dollar and the actual amount of dollars you have at I, the bank. I have. N- no doubt that the government will do whatever they have to do to to to, uh, to protect these programs. But like we do have a, a lot of political dysfunction in this country and when they need to do it, will they? And it's also questionable whether it's good for the country. I mean, at some level, you start spending no, all of this money in and you're ruining the dollar. No, they already have their escape hatch planned. They already have it. It's CDC, CDC, CDBC. Mm-hmm. You just reset the dollar and you reset it on something else you reset it on the american land i guess what i'm saying is if that's not i'm not confident you're like be confident that your money will be there that to me is not confidence if that's how this plays out that's not confidence that's not well i'm trying to give you the i mean everything is nuanced yeah i'm trying to give you the truth right that you will get your money in some form how much will it be worth 
I mean, you know, in you could get Reich marks like crazy in the Weimar Republic. They yeah. didn't have a problem. You could get with your it. money. You got your money <laughs> in wheelbarrows, right. right? To go get a loaf of bread. <laughs> yes, you got it. You get yeah. your money. They will saying. never run out of money. They will pay it. Worry about the value of your money. Taking your money out of the bank right now does nothing except perhaps accelerate a banking collapse. Right. Okay. Leave it in. Doesn't matter. Take it out strategically and put it in other things that might hold value. I don't know what those are. Like Is it gold, land? Bitcoin. They could take the land. I mean, they're already, they already were talking about um, we don't have enough land for uh, wind farms. And who was it? The secretary of energy or one of these guys said i think it's about time we start looking at eminent domain and just taking that land so i don't know is it land is it gold is it silver gold they could take guns they could take i mean i don't know what's going to have value food but you know what they did in weimar if you had food uh, this is why my Patriot Supply delivers in unmarked boxes. Uh, in Weimar Republic, anybody who knew, anybody who had prepared, they were suddenly called hoarders. And they were demonized in the press because they were hoarding all the food. And they were like, I'm not hoarding the food. I, I, just, I was prepared. I, I saw what was coming. I was prepared. So keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, I think I think that's it's good advice to be prepared, right? It's 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 irrationally uh, stupid for the government to tell you there's nothing to worry about at all. This is what they're trying to say with these banks. Oh, there's nothing going on. This there's, there is clearly there is something going on, and you should be skeptical as to whether this is going to be a major problem. Preparing yourself for major problems is part of what you do as an adult. That's adulting. Yeah, but but is it now in America? It's supposed to be. Yeah, but let me ask you. Do you see the thing? We're going to talk about it later. Do you see the thing up in New York, the Marine, that this guy was, this homeless guy, this black guy, was harassing everybody on the subway? Now, nobody is, I mean, very few people are riding the subway now in comparison to the way it used to be because it is so dangerous, okay? And everybody does the same thing. They just sit there in the car and they're like, just don't, just be invisible. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. Okay. Hope and pray. And by the way, we should mention you. You mentioned the race because, of course, this is becoming a racial issue. Yeah, this is this is going to be a George Floyd. Thing. They're trying to make it into George yep. Floyd. So this guy, he's homeless. He's probably nuts. Um, he has a record. He's saying, "I can't afford anything. Give me some money. Give me some money." And do we have the video of it? Yeah, here is the video of it. So uh, a marine comes up behind him and puts him in a chokehold. Two other people are helping uh, hold this guy down. They're protecting themselves. And the other people on the train. And the other people on the train. Who have been threatened by this person. Correct. Mm -hmm. So the Marine grabs him, puts him in a chokehold, chokes him out. Well, the guy dies. Now they're going after the Marine saying he's a murderer. Mm. Now let me ask you something. Is the government... Doing things as it's collapsing around you. We know it's all collapse. We know. We know. These cities are becoming Gotham. 
And I love the fact that they're saying maybe we should bring in, maybe we should have, you know, uh, uh, bring back all the mental institutions and just involuntarily, you know, uh, admit people. Uh, no, thanks, Gotham. I'd like to stay away from, uh, you know, the Arkham prison and hospital. I think that would be good. Uh, that didn't work out real well. Can we finally watch a movie? So they're saying that maybe we have to scoop all these people and involuntary uh, institutionalize them. No, I don't think that's the answer. I think it's the answer in some circumstances. In some circumstances. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but be very careful uh those are always used by dictators in very bad ways and i don't care if it's a dictator on the right or the left you don't want to give them carte blanche on just picking people up and putting them in an asylum right carte blanche is bad right uh so is the government of new york they are not taking the steps to arrest people they are letting crime Go free. They're letting criminals go free. They're letting murderers go free. A a decent person just trying to get to and from work riding the subway is abused almost every day. They're frightened, honestly, frightened that once those doors close and you're in a tunnel and somebody stands up and says something, nobody's going to do anything. Everybody's just like, just please get to my station. Please get to my station. Okay. That's not good. And then if somebody stands up because the guy's getting really uh, quite abusive, if you hurt him in any way, you're the criminal. The government should be saying any government of, for, and by the people. What part of government is the most important part in that government? Of, for, and by the people? Mm-hmm. Um, the people! Okay. okay. Yeah, I was going to go for one of the three, but yeah, right. that works. The people. <laughs> They're mentioned in all three. Right. Mm-hmm. So any government that is protecting itself and not and doing everything it can to make it harder for you to protect yourself is a problem. It is a problem. Are they making it easier for you? We all know the dollar is, well, not all of us know. The dollar is going to collapse. The the end of the dollar as we know it is coming. Okay, It's not going to be the reserve currency. It's already in the 40% range. It was 80% of, of uh, global currency that is being held as gold in the reserves all around the world. It's now in the 40 percentile. Well, okay, well, what does that mean? That means a smart person, like all other countries, are hedging their bet. They're also putting some gold. Is the government suppressing? Is the government making it easier? How about Bitcoin? Is the government making it easier? Or are they trying to criminalize it so you can't get it, so you have to stay in the dollar? The, the 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 violence on our streets, the crime going up, police, they're, they're not around. Some cities, they don't even show up. Maybe you're lucky if they come the next day. So you know you can't count on the police. So is the government making it easier or harder for you to protect yourself? Harder. They're taking away your guns and anyone who defends themselves 
They're doing a George Floyd uh, march. You got a hostile government. It's clear you have a hostile government that no longer understands this is a uh, country of, by, and for the people. You just have to do the next right thing and assume they're not, but you must do the next right thing. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. It's Fight Back Friday. I try not to bring you, well, I try to bring you news where people are standing up, fighting back, and winning. This one is early, but first, this is going to just, it'll drive you out of your mind. Uh, However, by the end, you're going to love this story. Federal government recently told a Catholic hospital in Oklahoma to either blow out its small candle or stop serving the elderly, disabled, and low-income patients. St. Francis Health System is the 12th largest hospital in the nation. The health system cares for 400,000 patients a year. It has given away more than $650 million in free medical care in the past five years alone. It employs 11,000 Oklahomans. Oklahomans. St. Francis' mission is to extend the presence and healing ministry of Christ in addition to providing compassionate and top-notch care to its patients. St. Francis lives out its religious mission by maintaining multiple chapels throughout the hospital. Each has been blessed by the local bishop. So what is the problem? If you're a Catholic, you will understand this right away. If you are not, let me educate just a little bit. 1960, they opened their doors. And they have a sanctuary candle. If you walk into any Catholic church, there is always one either hanging from the ceiling or on a pillar somewhere near the altar. And it is in double glass. And it is a giant candle that burns constantly. The candle is never out. It's there. This is something that Catholics, uh, it is the ever-present Uh, representation of the living Christ, that he is always with us. So this is a really big deal to Catholics. Well, the uh, government has come in and uh, decided that they have to get rid of that open flame. It's been there since 1960. Uh, They got to get rid of that open flame because it poses a danger. Let me explain. The flame is not near medical equipment and patients. It's shielded by two glass holders. It sits on a brass basin, is affixed to the wall, has a brass top covering it, and sprinkler heads just above it. But the federal government said, we're going to shut you down unless you put the flame out. Well, unfortunately, um, there is an attorney... That didn't like that too much. 
And she just wrote Secretary Becerra and said, in 25 days, you will cripple the operation of the premier, one of the premier hospitals in the state of Oklahoma, simply because they keep a candle in the hospital chapel. If you refuse to accredit St. Francis Hospital South, it will result in such unreasonable financial losses to the St. Francis Health System that it will, would abruptly and immediately jeopardize its services to the elderly, disabled, low-income patients that rely on Medicare, Medicaid, Children's Health Insurance Program, yada, yada, yada. Uh, if you go to court, you will lose. I write in the hopes that you will see reason or at least the law and we can skip to the easy part. That attorney is with us now. Her name is Lori Windham, and she is part of the Beckett. She's vice president and senior counsel at the Beckett Law Firm. Uh, hello, Lori. Glenn, hello. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, I, I read your letter, and it made me all warm inside. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so this, is, this isn't about, I mean, the, the hospital has pilot lights. Uh, they have flames that are all over the hospital that if you extinguish this one, you would have to turn off all of the pilot lights. But they're not asking for that. This is clearly an attack on the religion. You know, I have been doing religious liberty work for many years now at Beckett. That's all we do. And this one shocked even me. I, I'm not easily shocked anymore. But the idea that a federal agency is going to come after your ability to serve the poor, the elderly, and the disabled just over a sanctuary candle when they're willing to make waivers for all these other things. This is not how any of this is supposed to work. So, uh, I mean, I, I like your confidence that you're going to lose uh, and you would you would lose with this Supreme Court. Um, but how open and shut is it uh, locally in circuit courts? How, how open and shut is this? Uh, it is open and shut because we have first the Constitution, which our federal agencies ought to be paying attention to. Uh, and we also have laws in the books like the Religious Freedom Restoration Act that make it clear that if the government is going to restrict your religious exercise, it has to have a very good reason. This is a textbook case of not having a good reason. Uh, but I, I want to tell you, this is breaking right now. We just got a letter from CMS saying that they have seen the light. And in fact, they are going to allow the candle to continue oh. to glow and to light the chapel. What Now, see, this is even a happier ending than I thought we had. <laughs> Thank you for breaking that news. Uh, so this is over because you guys stood up. That's exactly right. And that's what's so important to know. You know, you get these these letters from these federal bureaucrats, and they think that if they just tell the religious people, no, you don't really have to do this. No, you're going to pay, you know, this unbelievable amount of money if you don't give in, that people are just going to give in. And it shows the power of a single candle. It shows the power of someone who's willing to stand up and say, no, this is my faith, and I'm going to fight for it. I'm not going to buckle. I think that, Lori, we have more religious freedom now than we've had maybe in a hundred years and people don't understand uh if you stand up now for your religious freedom i mean they people are putting uh the ten commandments back 
in front of courthouses and in front of, you know, the city or county buildings because you have the right to do it. All of these things that have been taken down, the crosses and everything else, people don't realize you've won this now. Put them back up. Uh, go the religious liberty that you have thought you lost. It's back. And some of this stuff needs to be challenged that you don't, you know, like this. They start to encroach right now. Religious liberty is very strong. Am I wrong? You're exactly right. And, you know, we take some of these cases to the Supreme Court and sometimes we're getting 9-0 wins, not 5-4, not 6-3, 9 nothing protecting religious freedom. And so I think that right now those who are opposed to religious freedom uh, are going to depend on, you know, on scaring people, on canceling people, on telling them, no, you can't do this. And what people need to understand is the law is on their side. The courts are protecting their rights. It is possible to stand up and say, no, we're not going to allow this to happen to us. So we saw the FBI target uh, the Catholic Church, the extremists, you know, um, and call them extremists and uh possible terrorists and they are trying to infiltrate the catholic church uh there was another story i can't remember what it was i i uh read this story yesterday about another 19 catholic churches that are under attack from the government and now this catholic hospital is the government specifically targeting catholics you know i i don't know where all of this is coming from it's absolutely a disturbing trend uh, and I think that it shows that when people are standing up for their faith, others are paying attention and some of them aren't going to like it. You know, one thing I want to mention legally here and some of the protections that have actually been strengthened uh, is the Supreme Court has said when when people start to do this, when people in government start to crack down on religious freedom and it's these really blatant violations of rights, they can actually be personally liable for what they have done. Uh, the courts can actually go after them individually. And that's something important for people to understand is that there are real consequences. If you're going to crack down, if you're going to discriminate, if you're going to go after those who are out there living faithfully and following the law. Uh, one last thing. Uh, your law firm is nonprofit. Uh, you have been fighting for religious freedom. That's all you do um, at your law firm. Is this something if somebody is having a problem anywhere, they can call and run their case by you guys, or is it just Oklahoma? Uh, we, are, we are nationwide. This is uh, at Beckett Law. We'd be happy to talk to you. We provide all of our services pro bono. We are here to defend religious freedom. God bless you. Thank you so much, Lori. And great news. Thank you. Thank Glenn. you for that. BeckettLaw.org. BeckettLaw.org. Don't take it anymore. Don't take it. There's this guy, this pastor up in Minnesota. Um, they just passed a law of conversion therapy against conversions to therapy uh, in Minnesota. And you can do it as long as you don't charge. And this pastor got up and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, conversion therapy against anything uh, is free. I'll, I'll Conversion therapy against any sin, any problem you have, We'll treat for free because that's what we do. However, because they say we can't charge, which we don't anyway, because they say we can't charge, that's an encroachment on our religious belief. And so I'm going to charge a dollar.
I'm not doing it to get rich. I am doing it. So they come after and they learn their lesson. No encroachment on religious liberty. They we've that is the only real shield we armor of God put the entire armor of God on and start pushing back and holding to our religious liberty. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Yeah, so uh, that was definitely not us blowing up the Kremlin. That was definitely, definitely not us, according to us. Uh, I mean, I kind of tend to believe us on I do that too. one. It did I not do. look like a serious attempt. No, but neither did Afghanistan's withdrawal. That, but that didn't look like an incompetent att- attempt to assassinate Vladimir Putin. That no. just looked like something that, like, a yes. child... Uh, it's not even like... No, I... I know it was honestly it looked like an incompetent attempt to fake an assassination attempt on Vladimir Putin. May I just say that um, the defense against it is getting pretty serious in Russia. Um, Russian lawmakers have called for the squadron of eagles to protect the Kremlin. And I thought, I don't even know what that is, but that sounds, you know, that sounds pretty bad, right? Sounds no, they just meant actual squadron of birds of eagles uh, to mm-hmm. prevent against further attacks. So it might they might be evenly matched here. Uh, I, I'm 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 not sure, but uh, maybe that's just me. Okay, I I want to talk to you a little bit about something else that is uh, that that's happening that we have got to stand up against. Okay. This gender nonsense is just that. It is nonsense. And we all know it. We all want to be compassionate. We all love people. We should, at least. People who are different, we should have compassion for what people are going through. But there is no such thing as my truth. And once you separate yourself from my truth, uh, you can go on and live a happy, healthy life as a society. If you embrace my truth, all kinds of problems begin to happen. Now, I'm going to give you two stories here. Listen to this. Matthew Volz has been convicted for the sexual torture of his young daughter and sentenced to 25 years in prison. 25 years. That's the distance between, almost the distance between here and September 11th. Okay. Doesn't seem a long time, especially for this crime. Uh, he was serving as president of the Clark College Queer Association. He started an amateur transgender pornography film business with three other people. Mm. And they specialized in violent and uh, fetish criminal content. Criminal content? Yeah. If, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Don't, don't know if anybody. Please, you know was, what? Don't, I don't know, know if it was. Don't clarify that. Yeah. I, I'd prefer if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not sure if it was criminal, um, fetish criminal content. Mm-hmm. Like you're watching somebody do a I've, something that would be illegal in real life, or if it's criminal content, you should not even film that. I don't know. I don't want to go any deeper. Thank you. After Volts and the victim's mother separated. 
he managed to win custody in 2018. Now, that's interesting. That's interesting. First problem, the court system. You have, you have a dad. Now, I don't know anything about the mom, but I do know about the dad. The dad is the president of the Clark College Queer Association. Uh, and I believe he is... He, I think he's... Well, let me just read on. Uh, so he brought the child from Oregon, next problem, to New Jersey, problem after that where he exploited his daughters in videos. The child suffered horribly until a tip came in and the police intervened and it culminated in his arrest. Now, listen to this. I'm not going to get into any details. What they found were 30 computers, cameras, digital storage devices. The videos and the fo- photos show just a living nightmare for this girl. Now, listen, listen to Listen to what she was surrounded by. Um, Adam Romero, he was another male transgender. Now, again, I don't know if that's somebody claiming to be a female or claiming to be a male. For I don't, I don't know. Uh, he's another male transgender. So he says another, which leads me to believe that... Uh, the head of the Clark College Queer Association was also transgender, but I can't figure stories out anymore. Mm. Um, another male transgender who had been living on site, then child rapist Sean Allen and child abuser uh, Dulacini Neko. They were found to have aided Volts in subjecting his daughter to what prosecutors called a vortex of darkness. All four were arrested. Uh, all but Neko uh, pleaded guilty to various counts of sex trafficking and rape. Neko pleaded to two counts of endangering the welfare of a child. Unlike now in Florida, child rapists in New Jersey are not eligible for the death penalty. They were instead sentenced to 25 years in jail. The child rapist, Sean Allen, is eligible now for parole in 10 years. The judge said, this is the most heinous, cruel, and depraved scene I have seen. Uh, there is, the prosecutor said, there is no hope that these people will emerge from, uh, from jail as better people because they are not capable. Now, that's the past. That's the system completely breaking down because there is no truth anymore. Okay? You're not allowed to judge or anything. All those people should have been in jail. The child rapist, uh, he got out of jail. He should be in jail. He should have been in jail. Okay? Now, he's serving his sentence at the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility for women, along with the other guy, Adam, who is the other transgender, neither of them have had surgery, and they both were raping the little girl. So he, the, both of them are put into the female prison in New Jersey. 
a woman at the prison said that female inmates are already scared to death of the male prisoners roaming the halls. Surgery is not required for them, and some of them have undergone hormone replacement ther- uh, therapy. These, this is happening because the ACLU bought into the lie, whether they believe it or not, that you can be whatever you say you are. That's why if I ever go to jail, I demand to go to unicorn prison because I am a unicorn. This was the ACLU. They changed the law to ensure that men claiming to be women could be admitted to the women's prisons in the state. That went into effect in 2021. Now, this, they proudly announced, was a system-wide policy that includes housing in line with gender identity and not sex assigned at birth. Only a few other states have such protections in place. New Jersey is a vanguard of states committed to protecting transgender, intersect, non-binary people in prison and their housing determinations, and it continues its path towards eliminating discrimination based on gender identity. Blah, blah, blah. You said that this is one of these... They are the only states with this protections in place. That's the word they use. Yeah, yeah, protections, protections, protections for for the transgender criminal. Yes, okay, not not for the, the criminals women. who are women, mm-hmm. just the transgender. They're going to protect them at expense of the women of the regular okay. women. Mm-hmm. The Edmund Mahan Correctional Facility for Women is home to twenty seven transgender prisoners, including. A man that the New York Daily News reported had admitted to having a most unusual taste for blood, end quote. The bloodthirsty transvestite in question, Perry Cerf, is a sex offender who went to jail for murdering a woman and then dumping her body into the woods. But he didn't do it. She did. And so she's got to go where she's surrounded by the gender she just killed. In addition to the women's prison being crowded with bloodthirsty men, uh, two of the women have uh, found themselves pregnant uh, from trans- these transgendered men who are now claiming to be women. Lesbian sex doesn't end in uh, pregnancy. Now, I hate to get all hmm? medical with whoa, you, whoa. but I am a doctor. This stuff has got to stop. And the people who are speaking out, I love Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. Okay, that is the, the theme now, I guess, for the San Francisco parade, you know, pride parade. And Dee Snyder came and said, yeah, uh, I, just, I just want you to know there's a a big difference between teaching acceptance and normalizing and even encouraging participation in a lifestyle that confuses young children into questioning their sexual identification uh, and through some sort of game. And then the parents, in some cases, allow it. Other cases, they don't know. You know what? There was a time where I felt pretty, too. Glad my parents didn't jump into any (laughs) rash conclusions. Well, he has been banned now from the San Francisco and they are coming after him in every way that they possibly can. This coming from a guy 
who sang really bad rock songs dressed as a woman. Even he says, yeah, you know, no, that's not the truth. Then you have Kiss, Knights in Satan's service, you know. Paul Stanley, he took uh, a stand uh, against performing trans surgeries on kids. He got the heat. This 71-year-old, 72-year-old from Kiss has just sold himself out. At 71, he couldn't take the heat. He says what he means, means what he says. Everybody comes after them. We're going to ban Kiss. How many more concerts do you have in you, dude? Stop with the platform shoes. It got creepy long ago. He said, while my thoughts were clear, my words clearly were not. Most importantly, and above all else, I support those struggling with their sexual identity while enduring constant hostility to those whose paths lead them to reassignment surgery. By the way, it's not even sexual identity, right? That's not even what this is. This is, they would say it's gender identity. Yes. Sexual identity is who you want to hook up with, right? Yeah. Not, not yeah. what gender yeah. you are, which is a whole other situation. Yeah, which is a whole other lie. The whole yeah, other lie. It's, yeah. I, they can't even keep their narrative straight. No. They've come to this point, they're like Ghostbusters, and they keep crossing the streams, and yes. then something terrible can happen. Right. And that's what they do. So, Ugh. I just want to encourage you. We'll never beat this, ever, unless we identify what is true and what is not. In Germany, too many people just went along because they were looking for somebody to blame. The Jews are bad. The Jews are causing all the problems. Well, they they weren't, uh, and they're not. And people just remained silent, and it became the narrative and pretty soon, everybody accepted it, except many people did not accept it, but they were now wildly outnumbered by their neighbors who didn't accept it five years before. You must speak out. Stand up, square your shoulders. We are on the winning side. You know, today is a great day to get a warranty. Actually, any day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. That's what you get with an American Home Shield warranty. All the unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater, they're not going to break the bank because covered repairs and replacements are all taken care of. Having reassurance is something to celebrate. Choose the plan that works for you and your budget. When a covered item in your home breaks, all you do is contact American Home Shield. Their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Be warranty. Go to ahs.com slash Beck and save 20%. That's ahs.com slash Beck and get 20% off any plan. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Na, 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 na.